okay, so the question is, if 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 indeed God gave the message, and they said to their audience that this is what God is saying to you, or maybe particularly, you know, single someone out and say, God is saying to, their person is not with them, but the person receiving the word and, you know, they received the word and they said, you know, this is for me, God is speaking to me. But then the person, the, the speaker then doubled and said, and you must, once you receive the word, you must put this funds in this account or, you know, you know, for the lack of a better word, bless the name of God once you're done or testify to the glory of God and bless our ministry, you know, based on the word that I've done out. Um, you know, help me with that. Help me understand how, you know, the word, e even though it may have been true that it came from God, others, how, how could it be easier for anyone to profit off of that? Off of that. Have you ever been in a situation where you've listened to a powerful message and at the end of it, the man or woman of God required that you gave money to affirm your acceptance of the message, to sow a seed into the message that God would bless you? Did that make you feel uncomfortable? Have you ever wondered, what should I do in a situation like that? Did you ever disagree with that? Well, in this episode, we will tackle this. Welcome to the Prayer Partner Podcast. So... Matthew, I think the um, the area of charging for the ministry, ooh, Lord, people need to tread very, very carefully. That is an area that has been so abused. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I would I would almost demand that anybody just kind of shy away from it. Um, there's nothing wrong with a pastor having an assistant a married pastor with children having an assistant that's a female recent college grad or female you know there's nothing you haven't sinned but ooh, i would i would caution any and everybody to stay away from that and the same token like you know you you get something if you, it's like trying to do something for god and, and and i'm i'm not a mega pastor so i don't know so i may be speaking ignorantly here but if i have a gift and if that gift comes from God, that gift will propel whoever receives that gift to come back and bless me of their own accord. If I need to instruct you to give. So I've heard people say like um, Elijah, I think it was Elijah who said to the lady, no, 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 don't, don't, don't cook for you and your son. Use that last flower. Bless me first. Right. I've heard people use that scripture because that's what the prophet said. He said, no deprive yourself and bless me first for the sake of the um um for the sake of the anointing right it was a like for like exchange and so it's in the bible right um but i don't know i'm so skeptical of it i think sometimes my skepticism my skepticism can block me from receiving somebody uh from somebody if if that's the approach they take i have to be very honest with you i'm still developing spiritually I think I just haven't mentally gotten around it. That if I see somebody do that, I think I'll just I'm just gonna mentally block that message, and it might be difficult for me to receive from that person. Yeah. Let me just be honest. Yeah. Thank you, Wally. And and I want to let you know that you know you guys are speaking to a guy that given 
large sum of money to you know churches um i've gotten up before actually as a matter of fact one day uh, a bishop of my church prayed over me being the first to ever do such thing in our church because the one man was you know ministering at the altar and i just felt the urge to take out money from my pocket i just go drop it at the altar nothing like i've never done it in my life you know like I just felt the need to take it out. There was, it's not done in my church. They've never practiced such thing. It's not something I'm familiar with, but I just felt the urge to go and do that. But he didn't ask for it. You know, mm -hmm. I did that mm -hmm. out of my heart. Like I felt the need to just go and do that. Uh, so, mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've done that and I've, you know, I'll I, 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 I say that I've been part of the people that have gotten up when they asked to come and but, but but can I can I can I press a little bit? Do you remember why you did it? I know you did it, but do you understand why? Why did you do it? I I I I heard back then. I still remember. I heard back then when this man was. This was the time I heard a message about. Oh, fear, it's fear. It's they, they broke down fear. There was a message by Joseph been kidnapped by his own brother sold out and then brought it back and they brought back the the clot to the father and and the father really believed them believed the lie believed that you know his son was dead but his son really was not dead uh his son is alive um false evidence no false false evidence oh appearing real appearing real thank you israel that was the message and that day, I, I said, God, that means you're so mighty that even if I don't see it, you, I can connect with it, even if I don't see it. I said, I'm gonna just give everything I have right now. So I took up my, that was the only money left in my wallet. I took it out and I just go, I went to drop it at the altar. Mm. So that's what prompted that. Yeah, cause I mean, so I guess a lot of, a lot of people may not, a lot of people who may ask, you know, people to sow, quote unquote, sow into a ministry. Because I told you they're on social media now, so you see it more because COVID-19 shut the door. So people are coming on the media now, and so you have the cash app and everything there. Um, so the thing is, I don't think that they will think that they're like charging money for the gospel. They're not, they're going to tell you straight up, like you can't buy the gospel. You know, they, they, they're not doing this for the money. And so it's, it becomes difficult to argue with someone who, you know, they said they're not doing it for the money. We might assume wait, that they so, are. So, so what's the replacement argument? They're not doing it for money. Why are they doing it? No, the thing, because, you know, they're, they're teaching, they're, 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 at least the way people interpret the Bible, there's a certain teaching, convincing teaching, that you, you should not muzzle the ox. Right, you should you should be willing to sow into someone. It, uh, uh, I think all the all the Paul put it. It should be the um, seed of the of the harvest, no? Yeah, something like that. And then it's like it's like, um, you know, like a, a worker is something of his wages or something like that. Yeah, a work a laborer is worthy of his wages. That's what the Bible says. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So it's like so it's like if if someone is investing their time into preaching or teaching. And you know they've been a blessing to you. You become a blessing to them as well financially. It's not the only way, but that's one of the ways. I guess that's one of the major ways that they do it. Whatever. But the, so some people, 
they'll do it that way. So it's not, they're not doing because it's like you can't pay me for this. I, I I mean that's another story. So they props to and from their perspective, they don't feel as if um you know they're doing it for the money, but they they do believe. Okay, let me give you a, a quick example in my own life because I'm very skeptical when it comes to taking money and giving money. I'm very careful with that. Um, because there's something inside of me that's, that makes it very uncomfortable. Maybe because my mindset, my experience, but it makes me uncomfortable. So a while ago, um, I was, this is years ago when I was preaching, going to places and preaching. And I remember preaching at this church and it was a small church, but they were blessed by the message, right? And at the end of it, they came up to me and they give me a big check. How much? <laughs> How much? Yeah, How much? Yeah, less. <laughs> well, what are we talking about? <laughs> How much? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> that's, 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 set that's, yourself free, Gordon. Set yourself free. Israel, I want to know if I need to change my... Uh, my <laughs> <head. Yeah. laughs> no, no. No, no. <laughs> Don't 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 change it because those checks only come once in, oh. once every ten years, <laughs> right? Um, so this is like this has to be like 40, 50 years ago, crazy. But they brought a check. I think the check was like four hundred something dollars. Oh, nice. and um, so when they brought the money to me, I I felt some kind of way taking it. I was like, oh man, I know I preached and they loved it, they enjoyed it. And I was like, ah, oh, I want to take this money. So I told the guy, I said, you know, because I'm looking at a church and I'm like, come on, you know. Um, and I, I, I was going to refuse it. And the guy said to me, no, you're depriving us from receiving our that blessing. God bless yeah. that man. God bless that that's, man. That's, See that's, what you just said right there? That's that. That's that's. I would take that. Well, no, so no. so I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Joe. So Matthew, do you see? when you get a response you can test the spirit of that response and if you know that response came from god like when somebody says that like and, and i've the same thing has happened to me i've gone to play a sax somewhere and they wanted to give me something I said, no, no, no. and they say look 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 i get it you don't want it but i want to be blessed by this by this act of giving so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and if you still don't want it take the money and bless somebody else correct right? yeah yeah but but th that's the thing like let's be realistic. There are some responses that you can't sense God in that response. Mm, and, mm. And, and that's my problem. Like, I think we need to bleed Christ. Everything ah. we say, like, because the same Holy Spirit in me is the same Holy Spirit in you. Like, it's okay if you want to ask somebody. But I think Matthew's question is the compelling, the obligating somebody. Mm -hmm. and, and like, it's a do this for this what do they call it when you do uh quid pro quo is that quid pro quo mm -hmm. like, i i just jesus didn't do that and i know a prophet did it right and i know i've heard that scripture before but, but, but you see but you see you think you think that the preacher is problematic not knowing that the people who are giving them money they are problem they're the ones they're problem because it get watch it gives the impression because you know the Bible talk about heaping up teachers, they have itching ears. So, mm -hmm. yep. So the thing is, yep. we might look at a pastor saying, um, "Give me the money, and you'll get this in turn," and we think that that pastor is bamboozling or deluding or 
deceiving those people into giving, not knowing that they're deceiving him to get a word as well. So they've both got a good relationship going. Ah. It, it works. <laughs> it works because they want something from him. He wants something from them. That's so it's, what do they call it? What's the word? Barter? It's an exchange. It's, it's in cahoots. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's easy to jump on a pastor because, <laughs> because no, that's fair. That's total yeah. absolute. I wanted to peer into that my mom, who retired early, who stopped all her living, all her wages and everything, and committed and devoted her life to ministry alone, all the day, uh, every day. That's all she did: live, eat, breathe. The church, you know, she was available. The, the people came to her house for counseling, Tuesday Bible study, prayer meeting. This, this is what she lived. And I remember um, my mom watching my mom do that, and through her life, understanding the need for the church to feed what Gordon said to not muzzle the the the, the Levites fed off of the abundance of the tribe. They didn't because they didn't commit themselves to go work to get that money. They committed themselves Correct. to in service to the church. Mm -hmm. so they don't have time to do and go and make other money. And so I had to watch my mom pay rent off of offering and also pay for the church and make sure the church did everything it needed. And she had everything she needed because that's literally the only income. And so therein becomes the challenge, right? It's where in truth, someone who is committing themselves in service to God and to be a minister unto you on behalf of God, in one way, you, to Gordon's point about muzzling the ox, in one way, we cannot not um, sow into their ministry because in many ways, the ministry is like, it's like we ought to, ought to minister to them, minister one to another. And, and there's different types of ministration. Those who do, those who don't have money minister in another way. Those who do minister that way. Um, so I think for me, that is all because I watched that growing up. It's it's been hard, and all, it's been hard to hear others the way you're talking about Matthew. But on the same token, it's it's like I also see like we have to like yeah we yeah have to. Yeah, see, the uh, thing is, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, before you go, I want us to make sure that we are differentiating between um, a giving to the cause, um, a giving to a group or a fellowship uh, that has a need. Uh, the bank connection at some point, excuse me, um, you know, had a need if we were to go one direction. And if we didn't have a lot of people commit to that, we would not go to that direction. All right. You have to make a calculated uh, uh, movement. All right. In anything you're doing in life, you can't say, I'm going to marry this woman and I'm going to put her in one bedroom. And that's what we're going to be living for the rest of our life. You're failing yourself already. All right. I mean, there's some people that that, that is what they choose to do, or perhaps that's what the economy allowed them to do. Uh, you have to have a plan. Um, the same thing applies to ministry. If you're going to start a ministry, you want to start a ministry with uh, an intention. You know, you want to be, uh, you, the spirit of excellence is upon you. So therefore you want to carry out every one of your acts with an excellent, that excellent spirit, knowing that this is how I'm going to carry this out. 
So I have to put this this in place. I have to make sure that my family is okay. What am I going to make sure um, I do to make sure my family is doing well? And perhaps if I decide to go full-time, we have a friend, Pastor Mike, that decided that, you know what? I'm in this country now. I've tasted things. I'm, I'm not working. This is what I'm going to be doing. And I bet if he didn't have that discussion with his wife, then it would become a, a difficult you know, task. We're living in the USA. All right, you're not going to just base on the income that is coming from the church members, which may not be consistent uh, to leave uh, or to raise your family. All right, so so therefore they have to have a, a discussion with the wife and then with the congregation that is going to be leading, and they have to be in agreement to that. That okay, this is what the route we're going, and this is what I want to do. If he's banking on faith, then glory be to God. If God has ministered to him that this is what's going to happen, or uh, you're going to leave based on whatever you're getting from church. And you will be satisfied with that. There will be no greed coming in. There will be no dissatisfaction with the amount of money that is coming in. Then it's fine. That's a that's a very nice space to be. However, if 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 it's not about the organization, if it's not about uh, 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 the congregation having one agreement, like uh, like let's say let's say for instance, Israel. I know Mom didn't do this, but let's say Mom said, "Okay, now we have a church. You all have to feed me." You all have to come here and make sure that you put our friend in the bowl. If you don't put up, because if the money is not coming coming in, I'm going to put all of you on blast because I know you are making money. You know, I, you sent us a recording uh, from a Dominican pastor that you know about a few months ago that was saying from the altar that you know why you guys you guys are not paying enough to the church. Remember that 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 clip that you sent out. So 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 a minister could say that out of frustration, knowing that you know. Everybody has agreed to this movement. Everybody is in tune with this movement, but nobody is paying their own, you know, quarter, uh, quarter on onto what we are doing here. That's a totally separate, separate thing. Uh, and I think I think that part is is less about the giving and more about how the the pastor in that situation handles. Carry out that instruction, yeah. absolutely. And I do want to point out what I, was, uh, I didn't get a chance to say. The thing I was going to say too, I was going to say I uh, I know I'm crossing and blurring the lines between tithing an offering i that's part of i was going to say as well yeah but i i did want to say that she made it clear to me that it is the duty to of the church to provide the opportunity for giving Absolutely. not to not to make it about giving but it is incumbent upon you to give that opportunity for giving absolutely uh, so and I, and I think it's the it's, it's the is the 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 um it is required of the leadership of the church that have the understanding of what giving is all about to, to pass out that instruction or no, not instruction, to pass out that information to all. So everyone is well fed. If, if, if that's what God wants to do, absolutely. But in this instance, in the, in the topic that is on ground right now, we're saying that if God gave you a word, right? You as a minister of God, God give you a word. Perhaps, maybe, it, unless God attached that, you know, you should, once you're done giving this word, you should request for people to put in some change for them to get a confirmation of, you know, what God just gave you. Then it's fine, you know? If you keep but doing if, it all the time. But I doubt if God, yeah, I doubt. I, I, I mean, going through the scripture, I doubt if God will minister to anyone that way. I doubt Well, it. there's one thing we do know every time. I remember we talked about this before. Jesus did, not Jesus, sorry. The apostles basically 
one of the rites of passage was sort of selling all your stuff and giving that money to the poor. Thank you for joining us today on the Prayer Partner Podcast. For more, follow us on IG, YouTube, and any podcast platform at Prayer Partner Podcast.